This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. With your host, John Rush. All right, we're back. Hour number three, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Edward Dow joining us now. Author of Case Unknown, The Epidemic of Sudden Deaths in 2021 and 2022. Edward Dowd, welcome to Rush to Reason. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate your time. Is it Edward or Ed, or does it matter? You can... That is great. Okay, Ed. Well, appreciate you joining us. And this is something, just so you know really quick, I might as well get this out of the way. This is something that we talk about on a pretty routine basis. I do an hour special every week on Thursdays. I've had a doctor joining us now for the past almost two years where we really have gone into great detail of all of the missteps, things that have gone wrong, the things that nobody's talking about, COVID itself, vaccines, and so on. So you're in really good company. And I've been waiting for this, by the way. As soon as I saw this hit my inbox, it's like, yep, got to get you on. You you definitely speak the same language we do. So I always ask this first, though. What made you write the book? Uh, the book was pitched to me because I've, I'm from Wall Street, and uh, my job was to analyze trends and, and figure out what's going on before the rest of the crowd. And I saw what was going on in uh, 2020, which was disturbing, the suppression of early treatment. Yep. Then the rollout of the vaccines, I saw and heard anecdotes that, Statistically speaking, I shouldn't be hearing. I started to gather data, insurance companies, funeral homes, and then, uh, you know, uh, country uh, government databases and disability databases. And, you know, I, I think the vaccine is one of the greatest biomedical disasters of our time. And unfortunately, it's showing up in the what I call the metadata. And at this point, it's undeniable. Yep. That's why I wrote the book. The book, the book is designed to convince uh, the loved ones that don't believe what we're saying, that uh, this is just true, and you don't have to get into the who or why, but it's happening. And at the very least, our government authorities don't want us to know this. So I want the issue to become widely known and try to convince people that there's something going on. And if you don't believe my thesis, it's the vaccines, then why are the government authorities suppressing this information? Uh, my son and I were talking about this very subject uh, earlier today, and because you know, every day, you know this, Ed, every day we're getting to the point now to where there's somebody famous. We're, we're not counting even the folks that never make the news media, but there's somebody famous now almost daily that's suddenly dying. And I, what I can't understand is how in the world anybody out there could be looking at this and thinking this is somehow normal when it's never been in my lifetime. It's absolutely not normal. Now, the pushback I get is, of course, people drop dead suddenly uh, on the playing field. And I said, yeah, it's happened before, but not with the frequency with which That's we're right. seeing. That's right. In, 
in my book, in my book, there's a study called the Los Angeles study, done in, I believe in 2006. You can you can QR code and go to the study if you want, but it documented over 38 year period, uh, 1,101 sudden athletic deaths under the age of 35 that occurred on and near the field. Um, it's not exhaustive, but it's as close to uh, the truth as we're going to get, and. That average is 29 sudden athletic deaths a year globally. Well, we'd be lucky to have one a month that only had 29. Right. There are months north of 100, and it's been growing with alarming frequencies since uh, the rollout of the vaccines. So this is not normal. And any pushback that this happens, sure, it's happened, but not 10 to 20x the rate that we saw previously. This is insane. It's happening. What happened on Monday Night Football has only highlighted the issue, and I myself this weekend heard of a. I live in Maui in Hawaii. Uh, a young 18-year-old MMA yep, fighter. Yep, watch, I, heard, I saw the same news, Ed. Yep, saw the same thing. Yep, yep, 18-year-old dead. So this is not just this is not normal. Anybody who says it is is um, not really paying attention. And you know that uh, I'm I, I'm on Wall Street. We don't pay attention to people that don't believe numbers. Yeah, and you know, I I looked at, and, and by the way, love love Maui, one of my favorite places. We'll head over there this spring. Usually go on a you know once or twice a year trip. So uh, I love I love your love the the people, the island, everything about it. I've been there. I don't know how many times, and and uh, yeah, I'm envious because it's a place that uh, I don't know how you could ever get bored of living there. So congratulations. And what is it about one ten in the afternoon there now? Uh, two ten. Two ten. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, sorry. Daylight here. savings is is not on. That's right. So it's two ten. Sorry, I forgot that little detail. You guys don't change. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Um, you know, the, the, really quick. Back to the data, Ed. One of the things that I was doing, not not tooting my own horn, but just telling you how I looked at things early on, even before I started having any kind of special guests on. COVID starts. I'm still on air daily. I'm still driving into the the station. So is my engineer Charlie. We're here. In some cases, it was the two of us only that were here because of everything that happened, shutdown wise, and so on. And I get the first two or three weeks, nobody really knew what was going on, so everybody was taking all these precautions and so on. But as I started to see the data rolling in, I go back to the data, like you said a moment ago. I'm thinking, wait a minute. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist, but I'm a I'm a guy that can read numbers. And I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute, this thing's not shouldn't be near as scary as everybody's saying it is. And I kept watching the data, kept watching the data, kept watching the data. And I'm like, wait a minute, if you didn't just see highlighted every night on TV, somebody that was dying with COVID, not from COVID, nobody would even know there's anybody out there dying of COVID. We're blowing this thing up to the point that it's just absolutely ridiculous. And that's exactly what we did. Absolutely. And, you know, I have my own experience on Maui. So uh, on Maui, November and December of 2019, uh, there was an, there was, we got hit with a flu, called, let's call it a flu, where, which took people out for two weeks. And there was no fear. There was no uh, alarm because most people recovered from it. And it was here on Maui in November and December time frame. Okay. And sure enough, come the media attention, people freaked out. But it was here. And everybody talked about it, and I, and I know for a fact it was here. And for them to deny it, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not my, my own lying eyes. I knew people who were taken out for two weeks with something they'd never had before, mm-hmm. but they recovered, and that that was that. So, what? It's an interesting virus. It's a virus that, unless we were told about it, we would just view it as normal course of business, like yep. we do a flu season. That's which right. Takes out globally 500,000 people, anyways, every year. That's right. Exactly. Right. You, you're saying the exact same things we're saying all the way through there. And of course, now since 
all that happened, and I've had many, many, many experts. I consider them experts, and these are folks that were banned back in the day from Twitter, Facebook, other social media platforms. They weren't allowed to speak. They were, in some cases, you know, lost their, their license and so on. Ed, I mean, it's just absolutely ridiculous some of the things that we have done. I have never in my entire life as an American seen such suppression of free speech about something that we should have been debating all the way through to determine what the really best course of action was, but we were not allowed to. Suppression of free speech, when we go back and look at this, and I'm a big believer in free speech, when I have said publicly that the tech companies, the social media platforms, and the mainstream media are, uh, when this is all said and done, are accomplices to murder Agreed. or uh, a manslaughter. That's that, straight up, and someone has to pay for that. I agree, because as you know, and I, I've said this many times on air, I want to remind everybody of this. Even those of you that are on the left that are listening that are naysayers of me and what we're talking about right now. There was not, Ed, one single public service announcement about what you could do to keep your immune system up, how to stay safe from COVID in that way, not by staying in, not by being locked up, not by not exercising at the gym, not by not having your kids at school, but we didn't have one single PSA on what you should do to keep yourself healthy, drop some weight, take the right vitamins, take, you know, drink enough water, get enough sleep, on and on we go. We did not have a single one of those. Why? Because that's not the message they wanted to send out. Correct, and it just came out I believe two days ago in the Twitter file dump that uh, uh, Scott Gottlieb, I think the uh, on the board of directors yep, of Pfizer, Pfizer and that's for, right. former yeah former former FDA was uh, was uh, using his power and influence to suppress uh, any statements about natural immunity. That is sick and disgusting. It really is. And, and, and for those of you listening, what was said was that back then they were finding out that, that your own immunity was was very good at keeping rid of, kind of called Charlie, by the way, um, that, that our, own, our own immunity was very good at fending off the virus. And there were studies saying exactly that. In fact, I talked about that on air back during that time, Ed. And, of course, over time that continued to get suppressed, suppressed, suppressed. Now come to find out that was suppressed from the executives, Gottlieb at Pfizer, themselves they are the ones that suppress that yeah this is this is uh, when we look back at this this is going to be an error of what we call corporate fascism it's a fusion of the government yep. and the corporations and it, 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 that's what it's it, that's what fascism is and we saw that in real time it's and it's coming to light now and uh, we have to change how we do business in this country and it's going it, to, once this scandal comes to light, it, the fabric of our country is going to change. Yep. And hopefully change for the better. I hope you're right. And again, all of you are always asking me, where are these resources? Where do I find this data? How can I share this with my family, with my friends, with my neighbors, with my coworkers? Here it is the book. Cause Unknown, the Epidemic of Sudden Deaths in 2021 and 2022. Ed, where do folks buy it? They can go to Amazon or uh, my personal website, They Lied, People Died, which will direct you to uh, Amazon anyways. But the book is designed to be given to your loved ones who think we're crazy. It's, it's from a Wall Street perspective. And the punchline is this. The data definitively proves that it was detrimental to your health uh, to be employed in 21 and 22. I blame vaccines and mandates. The data and the numbers speak for themselves. The outcomes have been horrendous if you've been employed. Yeah. And that's usually the exact opposite of, of uh, what happens to the general population. So it's in the numbers. 
Ed, appreciate it. We will have you back in the future again. You are in great company, and thank, thank you, thank you, thank you for what you're doing here. Uh, this means the world, and this, this is the kind of thing we have to get out to help get the country back on track. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you. Take care, and thanks for having me We'll on. do it very much. Appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of your day in Maui, by the way. Yes, I'm a little envious as we look out the window today. Anyways, Absolute Electrical Heating and Air is up next. They want to take care of you and everything involving your home, electrical, HVAC, you name it, 720-526-0231. When an unexpected emergency forces you to spend a lot of money, that can be a huge strain on your family. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air will take care of you and your family no matter what. Offering peace of mind financing with a variety of options to meet your unique needs. Emergencies happen at the worst times, and because of that, when everything goes downhill, you're not always financially ready to make a large purchase. You should never have to question putting your family first, and that's why Absolute offers a variety of stress-free financing options. You can rest assured that fixing the problem today won't be a strain in the future. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air helps you meet your needs by keeping their home services affordable for you and your family. Easily schedule any service today at 720-526. 0231 or by visiting klzradio.com today and be sure to mention KLZ Radio and get a limited time $59 furnace tune-up offer for quality and service beyond compare call absolute electrical heating and air all right, Kevin Flesh, anything you need when it comes to legal questions? I had somebody earlier, actually, from the station here asking me about gun trusts. How do they work? What can they do? Uh, you know, all the ins and outs of it and, and just different details. I just said, hey, call Kevin. He is the guy that's the expert on that. He would know exactly what to do. 303-806-8886. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law has a unique background that makes him a more effective advocate for you. He handles both criminal and civil cases. Most attorneys only do one or the other, but Kevin has almost 25 years of experience on both sides, which means he has more practice in the courtroom. Most personal injury attorneys will say they have experience in court, but since only about 10% of personal injury cases actually go to trial, those attorneys only appear in court once or twice a year. Because Kevin also takes criminal cases, he appears in court constantly. Kevin has a rare ability to present an argument that only comes from years of experience learning how to read a courtroom. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh continues to practice both civil and criminal defense because he believes the courtroom keeps him nimble. Trial tested, trial ready. Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law. Schedule a free consultation now. 303-806-8886. All right, KNR Home Transitions, two realtors for the price of one. Anything you need when it comes to real estate, give them a call today, 720-437-8210. To attract the right buyer for your home, you need a complete understanding of your direct competition. Realtors Cat and Robin of KNR Home Transitions know exactly how to help you navigate selling your home in a changing market by identifying exactly who your competition is. You'll actually go to see similar listings in your area. So you know how to tailor your home sale and pricing to stick out to buyers. Cat and Robin identify the right strategies by actively monitoring your competition every day. Using real-time monitoring and the NMLS, they can give you updates on how things are changing in your area with expert guidance on how to keep your home ahead of the others. Choose the real estate team that puts you steps ahead of your competition and get two experts for the price of one. Set up your free consultation now at 720-437-8210. 
That's 720-437-8210. Or fill out the contact form at klzradio.com slash home. K&R Home Transitions, powered by Worth Clark Realty. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Sandra's up next. Sandra, welcome. Hi, John. Hey, Sandra. Thank you. You two supermen, John Rush and Charlie, thank you so much. Thank you. Um, I'm calling regarding Corey Gardner. Um, I'm going to go back in memory lane for Corey Gardner being on the Senate floor um, throwing a fit because Jeff Sessions did not want to sign the bill regarding um, the recreational marijuana for Colorado. He threatened Attorney General at the time, um, Jeff Sessions, that he would not sign any more um, judgeships that were recommended so we could get these uh, conservative judges in office across the United States. Good memory. He also, yeah, and so, yeah, I mean, he, I watched that whole thing. In fact, I was one of the um, people that called just about every radio station that I could reach regarding um, this uh this display of just um, disregard um, to uh, Colorado citizens. And um, I put him in the camp, Corey Gardner, with Dick Wadhams and Matt Elk that are selling our beautiful Colorado State down the river for personal gain. Yeah, I I probably wouldn't go quite that strong as you, but you, you know, you probably have followed and know him better than I. I I just personally, and again, I you know Weston can you know he and others you know can come up with different names and so on, and that's fine. In fact, the party will determine who's going to be the chair when it's all said and done. Anyways, I doubt very seriously if a Cory Gardner would want to be the chair of the GOP in Colorado. I could be wrong, Sandra, but I doubt very seriously. My biggest complaint that I would have with with a Cory coming into the situation we have as a GOP chair is I I I'm sorry, I'm just going to say it. I don't think he has the leadership qualities necessary. Despite everything else even that you're saying on that end, I don't think he's got the leadership qualities necessary. Can he raise money? Yeah. Can he do some of the other things Uh, that Weston said? Yes. But I don't think he's got the leadership qualities necessary to do it. 100% agree. So that's my take on it. And and, and we need somebody that's got a very – I mean, let's face it, Sandra, we're going to need a Trump-like personality to come in and straighten out Colorado, and that's not Cory Gardner. Yes. And, and now, is it Vicki Marble that has her hat in the ring? Or uh, you know, is, I don't know. I, that, 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 that name, I don't know. I like Vicki, so, but I don't know. I've not heard that yeah. one, so I don't know. Okay. Uh, Vicky's okay, a boy, strong, a you know, vi- yeah, Vicky's a strong personality. I think she's got the ability to do some things. I mean, she's a, she's a as you know, she's a tiger. I, I, that one yes, I would have sir. no problem with at all. Yes, sir. Thank you, John. No, you're very welcome. I appreciate it, Sandra. And whoever comes in and does that is going to have to figure out a way to bring all forces together, which is not going to be an easy task. Joe, what's going on? John, did you uh, get a chance to look at or talk about that uh, Stanford study that broke down the uh, COVID deaths by age group? I have not, no. I was, gonna, uh, I was actually probably going to do that Thursday or you know, tomorrow with Dr. Kelly. But no, go ahead. That's fine. We, you know, we just talked about that with our last guest, so not a problem. Well, that's the reason for my call. Uh, first of all, let me, let's put a, a frame around the whole big picture. So it's been two years now. Looking back, um, 
one point, the, the data says 1.1 million people out of 325 million people died from or with COVID. Right. Key, key words. From or with. But even if you assume worst case that every single one of those 1.1 million died from COVID and not just with COVID, like the guy in the motorcycle accident. Or, or, the, know, or the guy up in uh, Grand County that was shot to death? Shot to death, right. But, let's just, but, but even if you take the worst case scenario, okay. 1.1 million divided by 325 million people gives you a total uh, COVID case fatality rate of 0.42% of the population, 0.42%. And by the way, it is now estimated that 80% of the people in this country have had a COVID infection, 80%. Right. So you could actually raise you you could raise the number infected and it would make your number even lower. Correct, absolutely correct. So now, anyway, Stanford did a study, and I, I sent this to email, and it very it's it's a, it's like six different countries: uh, United States, uh, Canada, France. Uh, the lead the lead researcher was a Stanford professor named of Ioannidis. Um, very very extensive study, and here is the. And this is documented COVID infection survival rates by age group. And these statistics, John, are stunning. Age group 0 to, nine, zero to 19. You need, a, you need to keep track of the nines. Here's the survival, infection survival rate for age group 0 to 19. 99.9997. Age group 20 to 29 survival rate 99.997, which means only... 0.003% of the people, that's three out of a thousand, uh, zero point, yeah, that's right. 0.003 out of a thousand. 30 to 39, the survival rate was 99.989%. 40 to 49, 99.965. 50 to 59, 99.871. And 60 to 69, 99.499, which is basically 0.5%, one half of 1%. Right. Uh, succumbed. And Wait, which, really the, quick, Joe, just so you know, you, I, others, even during COVID, we're talking about the exact same number. So nothing has changed. Right. So, and, and by, so the bulk of the deaths, as we all know, were those over 70. Right. So, you know, when we look with, back with other the, with other comorbidities, as we know as well. With other, and, and right. And people, and, and by the way, within those younger age groups, the majority of those had some sort of comorbidity, like, you know, they had, they were in chemotherapy. Diabetes, they were overweight, whatever. They had, you know, right. advanced heart disease. That's right. Uh, so we look back at the damage we did with, in terms of closing schools, uh, you, you know, putting businesses, you know, p- making people become unemployed. The suicide rate, you know about the suicide rate and the spike in drug overdose, right? Oh, yes. So if you look at, you know, this thing about if it would save only one life, well, let's assume that by shutting down all these businesses, you saved a thousand lives. Well, twenty thousand for the thousand you saved, twenty thousand died from you know being other causes. Out of work, That's right. From other being out, you know, being home, alcoholism, you know, drug right. overdose. You know, we, there, you know, the the domestic abuse went way up. There's all sorts of things we talked about through that time, Joe. So, uh, so it was probably the biggest single mistake we ever yep. did. What what should have happened was, hey, if you're over seventy or stay if you home. have a comorbidity. Stay home. Don't go to restaurants. Don't go to Walmart. If you have to go out, wear a mask. But everybody else, kids, go to kids. If your kid is healthy, doesn't have a comorbidity, kids, you go to school. Teachers, you teach, unless, again, you have a comorbidity. Uh, but to be 
saying that, hey, we're going we're gonna to shut down businesses because of a case fatality rate where you have to go up to three decimal points, mm-hmm. 0.003%, is, was insanity. Yep. I sure mean, was. We, we, we've had flu epidemics that were far more, uh, I think back in, I forget what year it was, it was like in the 1990s, we had a flu epidemic that was far more uh, deadly than COVID was. Did we shut the country down when, the, when we had that? I think it was the 1994-1993 flu epidemic. No, we didn't. But, you know, and I said this yesterday, and I mean this. Here, here's the difference, though, Joe. We didn't have a presidential candidate that was coming into an election cycle where we had somebody that literally everybody out there, except for guys like us, absolutely hated and despised, including the rest of the country. China being one of those that despised Trump the most because of what he was doing with tariffs and other things that were hurting them economically. And again, I'm not I'm not being a conspiracy theorist here at all. I can just look at the data and simply say, if there was anything that China could do to stop him from having another four years in office, believe you me, they would have. And frankly, Joe, they did. Did. They did. And by the way, that uh, I don't know if you had a chance to read it, but when I did the Jersey Joe podcast uh, this morning, I did a quote from Ann. You know who Ann Rand is, Oh, yes. Right? Uh, Ann Rand, this is 1960. This is uh, 60 years ago. Here's a quote from 60 years ago by Ann Rand, who wrote Atlas Shrugged. And, this, and when we look about what the government did in terms of locking down, you can't go here, you can't go to a movie theater, you know, you can't, you, you know, so only, you have to stand six feet apart, only... So many people can be in a bank at the same time. Here's her quote from 60 years ago. We are fast approaching the stage of the ultimate inversion, the stage where the government is free to do anything it pleases while the citizens may act only by the permission of the government. Mm -hmm. That is the stage that is the darkest periods of human history, the stage of rule by brute force. Yep, we're there. does that describe the COVID? Yeah, lockdown? and Andy and I talked a little bit about that yesterday because I got that, you know, I saw that quote that you had sent, and we, we, you know, we got into that a little bit yesterday. And you talk about that, especially the time during COVID. That is about as fitting as it gets. And again, that's when I said, uh, you know, if there was ever a time that a foreign country could do the damage to this country that they did, that was COVID. And the dumb thing is, we, you know, we, not you and I, but so many Americans bought into that. Had we just pushed back ever so slightly, but the government did an excellent job, and I believe this was orchestrated and talked about even before it came about. They did an excellent job of scaring people into being compliant. It's for your health. It's for your safety, blah, blah, blah. And, Joe, the too many people, far too many people complied. We become a nation of sheep, John, a nation of sheep. Yep. People were people. And I said this all during COVID. People gave up their freedom on a silver platter for safety. And that's never the way this country was formed or intended to be. Was it Franklin who said those who surrender um, uh, liberty for safety shall have neither? Yep. Was that the, was yep. That the quote? Yep. It was Benjamin Franklin. That's exactly and right. That's, and that's what we did. That's we, exactly we, what we did. We, and, we, and, uh, and to a large extent, Joe, there's people out there that are still doing it. Yeah. I, I see them every day. They're still doing it to this day. I still see them wearing masks, walking down the sidewalk. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, and if they see you coming without one, they'll even cross over, even to this day. <laughs> yeah, I don't, and they're outside. I just don't get it, Joe. We have literally, you know, not, not only have we just, you know, raised generations of, of sheeple, but we have raised generations of, of I wish I even had a better word for it. They, they just, they, they cannot stand up for themselves or think for themselves at all. All zero. They are taking what somebody tells them, lock, stock, and barrel, and just doing it and not oh, questioning wait, Lance, it at all. 
last week, John, I pulled up the traffic light. I looked to, looked to my left. There was somebody sitting in the car by themselves wearing a mask in their car by themselves. I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I, I've even posted some of those pictures on social media and, of course, been lamb blasted by the left for being insensitive that somebody might have the reason to actually wear one in the car. And I always come back with, what would that reason be? Yeah, your car's got a cabin air filter. You Correct. Know, what, do you, what do you need? So. Which, by the way, that cabin air filter, believe you me, is doing, is doing more to, to, you know, to filter that air than even that little cloth or, or that little paper mask they have on. Which has been proven to be ineffective That's over right. and over and It's over. a big feel-good measure is all right. it is. Really quick, before we go any further, Joe, I did want to ask you this. I'm glad you called in. Your thoughts on the big FAA debacle this morning with their software having a huge glitch. Was that a glitch or was that a hack? I, I don't know if it's a glitch or a hack, but let me, uh, let me talk about the decision. By the, by the way, the government did not mandate a, shut, uh, a stop. That was Okay, the you know what? You know, hang, can, you, can, can I take a break and come back and talk about that? Absolutely. All right. Hang tight. Let's do that. I was in my notes anyway, so hang tight. We'll come right back Get an expert opinion on that. Hi-Fi Plumbing is next, folks. Keep this number handy, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. You pay too much money on your energy bill, heating water that just ends up coming out lukewarm anyway. Don't waste any more money on your inefficient water heater. Hi-Fi Plumbing will help you choose a new water heater that's not only more efficient, but match what your household's water usage needs are, too. When installing your new water heater, High Five's top priority is to provide you with stellar service and an installation that you are satisfied with, which is why they offer a two-year parts and labor warranty on your new water heater. While they are there, they can even customize the pressure and temperature threshold of your home's water system to how you like it. Schedule your replacement with the experts at High Five Plumbing today by calling 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or by filling out their contact form at klzradio.com slash plumbing right now. Mention KLZ for a free in-home water quality test and waived service fee. For our listeners only, High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. Extreme Auto Repair, folks, where uh, they can take care of your vehicle and uh, brighten those headlights up all at the same time. klzradio.com, 303-841-1071. You have a warranty on your vehicle's battery, but when you go to replace it, they still expect you to pay a prorated replacement fee. That's not a warranty. Extreme Auto carries batteries backed by a five-year guarantee and with no proration on their battery warranty. Should the battery that you purchased with them fail within that five-year window, Extreme replaces it, no questions asked. The staff at Extreme Auto has these batteries in their own cars because their prorated free five-year guarantee is the best deal around. In most cases, Extreme Auto can do same-day service, and for your convenience, Extreme Auto offers loaner vehicles and towing services free of charge for their customers, so they can quickly get you back on the road. Replace your car battery and get the assurance you need with a battery that you can trust will last. Give Extreme Auto Repair a call now to set up a battery replacement on your vehicle today. That number, 303-841-1071. 303-841-1071. Or write them a message at klzradio.com extreme. All right, Solar Energy Partners is next. Find out if you're a good fit for solar. There's only one way to do it. That's with a no obligation, uh, you know, just appraisal of what's going on with your home and whether that works for you or not. 303-378-7537. Every month is the same. You see the balance on your power bill and you feel months worth of compounding anxiety around your cash flow, inflation, and now another electricity rate increase. 
Alan Davis with Solar Energy Partners has a plan to save you money and proactively ease your anxieties in the future, too. The first part of his plan is to help you lower your power bill with solar energy by about 40% over the next 30 years, usually saving you more than $1,000 in the first year alone. By choosing to work with Alan, you're making an investment that saves you money and stress for years to come. The second part of his plan to save you money is to help you get away from the big power companies that keep increasing your rates. The third part is to eventually get you into a place where you pay nothing for your electricity usage. Call Alan Davis at Solar Energy Partners now to learn more about how he can save you money on your power bill. Set up a consolation appointment today, 303-378-7537, 303-378-7537, or visit klzradio.com slash sun. This is Rush to Reason. Brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, we're back. Jersey Joe with us. All right, Joe, we're talking about the FFA or the FF, the FAA, the shutdown this morning of air travel with all but I think two locations. Talk to us about that and what exactly happened. Right. First, my credentials. I'm a licensed commercial pilot. I'm an instrument-rated pilot. I've flown hundreds, if not thousands, of instrument approaches. I fly up high with the big boys. Um, the system that went down was called the NOTAM system. And interestingly enough, for 50 years up until December of 2021, it stood for Notice to Airmen. Then somebody in the FAA got woke and said, well, that's gender biased. We can't call it airmen. So they changed it Notice to Air Missions. Okay. Now, all it is is it's an advisory system. When you're, spo- when you're planning a flight, you're supposed to check. And, for instance, if, there's, if you're going through a military practice area, which are, they're normally cold, but if it's hot, it will tell you such and such is going to be hot from this, you know, from this time to this time, okay. so therefore don't plan a flight through there. Um, if you're going into Grand Junction and they're paving a runway, we'll tell you that runway 12 is closed for paving. Um, if you're going into Centennial and they haven't, they're doing maintenance on the instrument, land, instrument landing system on one of the runways, they'll tell you that the ILS for runway 35 right at Centennial is out of service until, you know, 0900 on the 14th or whatever. So it's just a trip advisory system. Um, once you're airborne, the controllers who are only responsible for a sector, they know everything that's going on in their system. You know, if there's restricted airspace, if there's a hot, if there's a hot zone, if there's an instrument landing system that's out of service, if there's a runway being paid, they know it. Now, so, yes, you're supposed to check it, but there's nothing that you wouldn't get en route. You know, when you file a flight plan, um, even if you filed right through the middle of that military practice area, when your clearance comes back, they don't care what you filed. They're going to give you a flight plan. They're not going to approve a flight plan through a hot military. They're going to give you a flight plan that routes you around. So you're going to fly where they tell you to fly. It was the airlines themselves that decided to ground themselves. It was not the FAA. Gotcha. Uh, The TV's got that wrong. It, it, it's not a critical system. So now, why did they act- ground the, all those, you know, why did they ground their own planes then? I think, you know, this old abundance of caution, I think it's one of the things, if an accident happened, you know, people would sue them. Well, you, you know. You this, flew in a time when that wasn't operational. When that, that, when that advisory system wasn't, in, you know. Gotcha. Um, okay. But, you know, but, and certainly, by the way, planes that were in the air, they weren't ordered to land. You know, back in 9-11, I was on an airplane on my way to Chicago, and the pilot comes on. There's been a national emergency. We've been ordered to land at the closest airport, and they put us down in Omaha, Nebraska. I wasn't going to Omaha, but that's where my plane landed mm-hmm. was Omaha. Nothing like that happened today. There were, there were several thousand planes in the air when the NOTAM system went down 
and they just continued on their merry way and landed, you know, landed as normal. But the airline said, well, you know, we can't do our complete and thorough trip. It's basically a trip planning. Um, and we can't do our complete and thorough trip planning. So out of an abundance of caution, we're going to wait till the system comes back up. But I guarantee you, John, had that thing gone on for more than four or five hours, they would have said, well, you know. We got to fly. We, we got to fly. We really don't need I it. See. It was not an FAA order I shutdown. See. I don't know if that was helpful or not. No, yeah, that's that's huge, hugely helpful. The other thing that I guess that explains more of if that were the case, and it probably wasn't a hack. It was probably something that got screwed up inside of their own system. Yeah, if I was going to hack something, I would track the, I would yeah. I would hack the uh, air traffic control. Correct. Because uh, as you fly cross country, for instance, there's a Denver Regional Center, which I think is up in Fort Collins. But right. It's not I a, believe that's correct. And it's and it's a big bite. It's got no windows. There's a bunch of guys in there with radar screens. And when you're coming in, when you get about midway over Kansas, I think the, the Midwest controller hands you off to one of the Denver regional controllers. And as you transit through, you know, across Colorado mm-hmm. on your way to Las Vegas, you're talking to this guy. He's telling you, you know, how high you can fly. Right. If there's any, he'll tell you, yeah, turn left to zero, you know, turn left to two, four, zero degrees, you know, for traffic. And it's his job to keep separation uh, between aircraft within his sector. And those guys, those sector controllers, they know everything I just described. You know, they know about closed runways. They know about... So well, you're going to hack something, you'd hack those guys? You'd hack those guys. You wouldn't, you wouldn't hack the NOTAM system, which okay. is just a, a trip advisory system. Okay. Makes total sense. Joe, great. That's great info. Appreciate that very much. You're welcome, John. Take Thanks. Care. Thanks for staying on. I appreciate it very much. Craig, you're next. Go ahead, Craig. Hey, John, thought I'd give you an update on the uh, the parks pass on your vehicle registration Yeah, let's hear situation. it. Got a renewal card in the mail today for Jefferson County, and to their credit, uh, full disclosure, it's right on the front. It says this price with a parks pass, this price without a parks pass. Hmm. Okay. So a very, very self-explanatory. I wonder if every you know, county is going to do that the same way. It'll be interesting to hear back from some other folks listening if that's the case. Yeah, I thought I'd let you know what yeah. Jefferson County situation is, anyhow. And then on the, the COVID subject, um, I'm noticing, of course, you know, this being flu season, um, there's a a lot of radio commercials encouraging you to get flu shots. Right. And then in in the process, they say, you know, if you have weak, especially if you have weakened immunity. And while you're there getting your flu shot, why not go ahead and get your COVID booster? Of course. You know, it's just a upsell, of course. basically. And which, you know, the, the whole plan of attack on the COVID virus to begin with, isolate yourself, use hand sanitizer, wear a mask, stay at home, stay safe. The whole thing so totally weakened everybody's immune systems that... Yep. You know. Yeah, and they'll even uh, there's even some doctors, some good doctors and nurses out there, Craig, that right now will tell you that's why we're seeing as many cases of colds and flu and so on and even some of those getting, you know, pretty pretty rough on some people and the reason for that is because of what you just said. Exactly. I mean, it, it just it's it's common sense. You know, common sense. Yeah. Common sense tells you Yeah, you you, you and I go live on a deserted island with our wives for, you know, about three years or so, and we're not around anybody. We don't see anybody. We're not really exposed to anything. We come back to the real world. How long is it th- how long do you think it's going to take before you and I get sick and have a cold? Exactly. The only way your immune system stays strong is to subject yourself. That's right. By, you know, not necessarily trying to, you know, no, lift but by, just by being around it and being exposed. You know. Exactly. Right. Right. 
So in any case, you know, the pharmaceutical companies are making an absolute killing. I mean, yes, they uh, are. But, but then just not on the, on the vaccines. The, the drug, you know, the commercials for different drugs for any type of ailment have become so, I mean, it's like every other commercial is for a pharmaceutical company, you know, um, and basically instead of allowing your doctor to determine what, you know, if you've got an ailment and you go to, a, you know, your your regular doctor and, and he maybe tries to diagnose, basically what they're having people do is watch commercials, self-diagnose, go to their doctor and say, hey, I saw this drug on TV, and you don't think the doctor's going to, not prescribe that for you if he can get a kickback from the pharmaceutical company for prescribing that to you. Correct. I mean, it's, it's just a monumental yep. money grab it as is. far as I'm concerned with the pharmaceuticals. All at the expense what, of us. And whatever happened to Bernie Sanders talking about big pharma? Remember, that was like one of his big, right? I don't know, uh, complaints was about big pharma. You're not hearing that from the Democrats. No. Or, or anybody for that matter. No, of course not. No. Not now. Nope. Not now. Well, so. that's all I had. Good one. Craig, appreciate oh, yeah. it very much. One, no, one, thank, go ahead. One, one more thing. When did people start driving? Uh, there were some extremely foggy driving conditions both this morning and, and this afternoon. When did people think it's okay to start driving with their flashers oh. going down the highway? Well, let me give you a little insight. South of the border... That is how they drive any time there's any kind of inclement, not only weather, there could be somebody that slows down. There could be somebody standing on the road. There could be a bird flying nearby. Craig, I don't understand south of the border why they drive with their hazards like they do. But believe me, every single time there's the 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 littlest of things that come along, the hazards come on. I'm guessing the people that you're seeing are folks that have migrated up from south of the border because we in America don't drive like that. Yeah, I, I just, just that's where that's coming from. That. Trust me okay. when I say that, because I never experienced it before. Driving down there, it happens on a regular, regular occurrence. Okay, so that's well, where it's coming I just, from. I, I and again, I'm not trying to stereotype anybody at all, but I guarantee if you look closely, you would most likely find those drivers most likely being from south of the border, okay. or at least having well, some sort of driving instruction from someone that was south of the border at one time, because that's how they drive there. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't ever recall that being taught in driver It's education, not. So, uh, and it is not a have to, but it's a habit that has come up from south of the border. Okay. Yep. Well, that Down that. Mexico way. So thank you, Craig. Yes, that is how they drive in Mexico. Any kind of, any, any kind of little, you know, it could be just a little bit of a rain shower. The hazards are on for a lot of those drivers. And I see it happening here. I followed somebody last night down 225 just in rush hour traffic that had their hazards on. I'm thinking, sir, we don't, and I don't know if it was a sir or a ma'am, but, but you know, it missed, you know, Mr. or Mrs. Individual, you do not need to have your hazards on in the left lane driving 35 miles an hour down 225. Turn them off. Your, Charlie said, your, your hazard. <laughs> Anyways, I'll get my pronouns right. Affordable interest mortgage is next. Kurt Rogers, he wants to help you out with whatever you've got going on mortgage-wise. Call him today, 720-895-0500. Thinking rates are too high to buy a home? Wish they were in the threes or fours? Well, your wait is over. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a 3-2-1 buy-down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first year, 4.913% second, 
5.913 to third, and the remaining years at 6.913, with an APR of 6.985. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over $748 a month or less the first year, $511 the second, $262 the third, with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take aim. 720-895-0500. Three-to-one buy-downs available up to 95% loan-to-value. If you're thinking about home ownership, now may be the best time to purchase. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Own your new home and save thousands in payments. That's 720-895-0500. 80% LTV, 30-year fixed, 6.985% APR, 740 FICO, primary home, rates as of 1116, NMLS 298-191, and rates subject to change. All right. Al Smith, Golden Eagle Financial. If you've not talked to a financial advisor in years, I actually had somebody today that I was talking to along those lines, and that was the exact story. Haven't heard from my financial advisor in probably 10 years. I'm like, then you should call Al, Golden Eagle Financial, 303-744-1128. Your kids need to start planning for retirement. Golden Eagle Financial and Al Smith can help them get started on their retirement plans now. A small amount of time and money today can make a huge difference for their financial future. Beginning at 20 versus 40 is not a linear difference. It's exponential. With compound interest, that investment will grow exponentially so your children can accumulate more money for a successful retirement. Introducing your children to retirement planning early allows you to set them up for a financially successful future and enables them to handle a financial emergency without relying on your help. Getting them started with a solid retirement plan through Golden Eagle Financial today will not only save both of you money, but can also create wealth for them down the road. Call Al Smith at Golden Eagle Financial now. 303-744-1128. 303-744-1128. Or visit klzradio.com slash money. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors and SEC Registered Advisor. I'm Josh, a technician with Business Equipment Service. We all know how frustrating it can be to deal with a salesman who doesn't necessarily understand your needs or what product is right for you or your company, especially when it comes to purchasing new office equipment. As your technician, I can make the right recommendation for your home or office, get you the best deal, work through the delivery, installation, and training for you and your staff, and most importantly, be there to support the equipment long after your purchase. At Business Equipment Service, you don't get less, you just pay less. Check out what our customers have said about us for nearly 20 years at BESofColorado.com. That's BESofColorado.com. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance does not work for any insurance company. They can shop the market and find you the best premium for the coverage that you need. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. It's time to leave your safe space. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. So Craig got me going on the people driving with their hazards on. So during the break, Charlie and I were kind of talking back and forth. Seriously, not in any kind of a, you know, funny way. But here's my fear with what goes on south of the border. If we allow individuals to continue to drive with hazards on for really no apparent reason, because the way I was raised, the only time hazards came on is it was so bad, nobody would be able to see you unless your lights were flashing. 
snow, rain, fog. Or you had to get off on the side of the road and you need to alert people to the fact that you're on the side of the road and you're a hazard to people. That's why they're called hazards. You only turn them on when you are one. You should not be one going down 225 or I-25 or any other main road when the weather's decent. If traffic's moving along and you are as well, if you're a hazard, then get off the road. That's my rule. Now, here's my thoughts. If we don't curtail this, we're going to enter into an age where everybody runs around with their hazards on for the most part, and then they don't mean anything anymore. It's like the boy that cried wolf. You're going to just get the point where you ignore hazards and nobody's going to pay any attention whatsoever, which, frankly, in Mexico, that's kind of how it is. I've driven there plenty, and it's sort of the point where somebody turns their hazards on, nobody pays any attention. They just kind of do their own thing. So if we don't somehow curtail that, to Craig's point earlier, I'm afraid it's going to get really, really bad for certain individuals. So if you know someone that does that and has a habit of doing that, I would highly recommend you tell them not to do so because they're not helping themselves by doing it. And furthermore, if they're that concerned about driving in those conditions, maybe they shouldn't be. Paul, you're next. Hey, Paul. Hello. Go ahead. Hey, how you doing? Good, sir. Hey, I know everybody was uh, kind of like wondering why everybody drives, or you know, at least south of the border with uh, flashers running and all that stuff. Well, I tell you what, man. Sometimes if you have a car coming at you, you don't see their actual lights until you see something blinking. And I mean, I'm not saying it's a good idea, but. Well, and, and in certain yeah, inclement I, weather, Paul, it is a good idea, and that's that's where I have no issues with it, where you guys up on I-80, it gets super foggy, gets super dense, whatever. Okay, yeah, I get that. That one I have no issues with. But last night, 225, it's dark, yes, but there's no inclement weather whatsoever. We're, we're all in, stuck in rush, rush hour traffic. Why do you need your hazards on? Well, that's kind of stupid right there. there thank you. That's my point. I get what you're saying, and and, and and by the way, Paul, here's my concern. If we don't curtail this, your example's no longer going to make any difference because everybody's just going to run around with their hazards on all the time, and then it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's, that could be a hazard. So. That, that's, that's a hazard in and of itself, exactly. That's my fear. Which, all right, if, John. No, thanks, Paul. Which, if any of you have driven in Mexico, you know exactly what I mean. Down there... Literally, you just ignore the hazards because you'll be driving along. Someone will just flip them on. It's like, what, what? Why do you have your hazards on? Did you just? Did you have a flat tire? Is something wrong with the car? Do you need to pull over? Did you run over something? Is there something going on we don't know? No, I think down there they just they feel like it. They just turn them on. Or if they see a, a an orange cone, they'll turn it on. Or I mean, I can go down the list. I do not want that behavior here because if it happens here, man, we are entering, you know, we're, we will become, and this is nothing against Mexico, but they are not a first world country. It is second and in some places a third world country, depending upon what part of Mexico you're in. I do not want us and the way we drive in America to become a second world country. Sorry, folks. That's where I draw the line. I do not want that for us. I hope we're better than that. If we can't teach people how to drive better than that, we have problems. And, yes, I know we do. So enough of my ranting on driving. My wife says I have a coronary almost every time I get behind the wheel. Yes, my blood pressure goes up because of the amount of morons that drive. 
I don't know how some of these people even get a license. It's beyond me how they do. But somehow they do, and they're on our roads. So all I can say is be careful, drive around them, be defensive when you drive, and watch out for them because, frankly, they are not watching out for you. Veteran Windows and Doors is next, Dave Bancroft. And you want to have a nice home to come to. You want it to be nice and safe and secure. And in some cases, maybe you need a storm door. Maybe you need a window replaced. Maybe it's drafty. Maybe you need all of them done. You name it. Dave can do any or all, and he's got financing available also. 303-529-0720. Veteran Windows and Doors holds the standard that their products will be as efficient 30 years from now as they are brand new. They do this by offering products that exceed code, are engineered to last a lifetime, and are backed by a warranty which reflects that. The owner, Dave Bancroft, will tell you windows and doors can look the same or even identical yet have completely different energy codes. That's why when you work with veteran windows and doors, they explain what the NFRC label and Energy Star ratings actually mean. They can prove that what you're buying meets the energy code requirements for where you live, saving you more money on your heating, lighting, and cooling bills. Make an investment you can trust with their lifetime warranty on your purchase and a five-year installation guarantee. See what Dave and his team can save you with energy-efficient windows and doors by calling Veteran Windows and Doors right now at 303-529-0720. That's 303-529-0720. Or fill out the contact form at klzradio.com windows. Suck it up, buttercup. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, John from Cheyenne texted in and actually said he believes it's illegal during certain times to drive with your flashers on. In other words, if the conditions aren't the way they're supposed to be and you're running around with them on driving, that's actually illegal. I think he's actually right. I need to double-check that law and determine if that's the case or not. Uh, Somebody else said, what about all of the vehicles that have the stickers that say, student driver, please be patient? Why are there so many of those? What's up with that? You know, I don't have an answer to that either. Why are I, You're right. I've, I've noticed the same thing of late, especially at times when student drivers probably wouldn't be on the road because you're not going to put them in the middle of rush hour traffic. Not if you're a newbie driver. At least if I was an instructor, I wouldn't. And I go all the way back to when I took driver's ed. We didn't go. Granted, rush hour traffic was different, different back then than it is now. But we didn't go out and drive in rush hour traffic. Not until you were really ready to get your license. Then you might go out for one trip, but it wasn't something you did on a routine basis. And I don't know whether it's just the schools and such that are doing that or if they're just throwing stickers on so you'll avoid them. I have no idea, by the way. So we'll be back tomorrow. Dr. Kelly Victory, Steve House in the first hour. Then the, the, the predictions for 2023 financially. I've got a special guest joining us then as well. Have a great night. National Crop Roundtable is next. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Thank you.